Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. All right, welcome back to another show. We appreciate you coming back, as always. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform you're listening on. Um, want to thank our sponsors before we get into this. want to thank Cheers and Spirits and the Arnold Station Plaza at 1460 Ritchie Highway in Arnold, Maryland. 21012. You can catch them on Facebook. Uh, you go to facebook.com slash Arnold Station Cheers and Spirits. Um, like I always say about them, you go in there, you're going to get good advice, especially when we talk about the bourbons. Um, remember our, our winner from the the whiskey challenge, the, the price challenge, was that bib and tucker that they picked uh, for us. So if you do need any of your adult beverages, especially the wine, they have a great selection of wine in there. Uh, they're always more than willing to help you pick out a bottle of wine, especially if you're like me. I don't know anything about wine, but I do like to give it as a gift, um, especially when I'm going somewhere. I like to at least bring a bottle of wine with me, um, and I want to bring something they're going to throw up afterwards. So I ask them, what's a good bottle of wine? And they always they pick three of them for me so far. They've never been wrong. And it's not always the most expensive ones. Oh, no, no, no. some... You know, decent ones. So. Yeah, yeah. She always asks me, what's your price range for this person? And my price, you know, depending on who it is. $9. Price, well, price range changes. <laughs> Depends on who it is, right? You know, if it's if it's a close relative or friend, you know, I'll go. 11. I'll, I'll go. Tw- see, I'll go 20, 12. 25. I'll, I'll go for that. But if it's, you know, I'm just going to a random, 9, nine 10. <laughs> or I'll run over, go, go to Trader Joe's, get that two-buck chuck. <laughs> uh, although with, with uh, the economy nowadays, I believe it's three-buck chuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and our other sponsor is Brian Schilling with Long and Foster Real Estate at 145 Main Street in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, his website is AnnapolisHomeExperts.com and his phone number is 410-263-3400. I mentioned this the last couple episodes. He was my personal realtor when we bought this home. And I'll be honest with you, we we when we saw what the last house sold for up here, like, did you see the price? No. So it was listed at, uh, and not the like, not that I think my house is worth this, but it was listed at six fifty. Was it up here or was it down it, my? Way? It was on. It was on uh, the other, uh, other. Uh, like across the street. Yeah, across. Uh, yeah, cross street. Yeah. Uh, in the neighborhood, though. Listed for six fifty, sold for six eighty three. Ooh, I'm liking it more and more. I mean, at what point is it like? It, it, what, at what point is the number too high? And then I got to call Brian. I mean, look. That whole that house sold for six eighty three, and what if he comes back and says, "Oh, you'll get six seventy. Like, look, that's a hard number to say no to because when we bought it, these price, these houses were nowhere near that price. No, I couldn't afford to live in this neighborhood right now. No, I, I couldn't. <laughs> that's a hundred percent factual. Yeah. <laughs> I can't afford any house in the in our neighborhood that goes up for sale, and we don't get many. Like, we put up, I think one every three months goes up for sale. Yeah, something like, and they go quick. And the like, one house went without a sign even put up. The last two, the one went before it got on the market. Like, it went on the market, went off the market, same day. Mm-hmm. That one, one week. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was even seven days. I think it was five days. Yeah. So, at what point do you do you give Brian a call and be like, well, one, can you sell my house? Of course, his answer is going to be yes. The harder question for him is, can I move somewhere near here? Yeah, and just no. And be able to afford it. He's going to be like, no. <laughs> you, know, you have to move out of state yeah. or across the bridge. 
Yeah. And I, I know he does across the bridge work. Like he, he he'll he'll go over to Ken Island mm-hmm. or Stevensville or Church or Churchton or whatever. It's nice over there, but yeah, then you got to deal with the bridge. Yeah. And for people that live around here, the, the the Route 50 Bay Bay Bridge, not the Bay Bridge and Tunnel down in Virginia, the Bay Bridge uh, outside of Annapolis is a nightmare on Thursdays and Fridays. Oh yeah, yeah, it's terrible. And it, it's funny because like there are so there's a big lots on Kent Island. It's closer than the one in Glen Burnie. Yeah. But the bridge makes it seem like it's <laughs> it's 11 miles away from here. Right. But it might as well be 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah, yeah. I will say that the traffic has gotten a little bit better because they, they closed off those on-ramps. Yeah. So well, now it's the better people... on the surface streets. Yeah. But the 50, it's still like, it, it backs up so early. And no, I, I'm, I'm that guy that jumps in the exit ramp and goes away at the end and cuts people off. But you're local. My, but that's my opinion. That's that's my stance. I live here, and when your car's full of bikes and stuff, and you're going to Ocean City, I have less sympathy for you because you're the one who's messing my commute home up. Right. You don't have to go through here. I do. Right. So you could go to the Outer Banks and mess their traffic up. Right. But yeah. You decide to come this way and mess mine up. So um, yeah, it, I. Uh, it's gotten better on the side roads though. My, it, yeah, it, I. Because yeah. like College Parkway used to get bad. Like I, I. Uh, Last spring, no, not this season. It was the season before. My oldest had baseball practice on Friday night, and trying to get to the park, it was just like it was just miserable. Yeah. And you know what's a five minute drive was taking fifteen twenty minutes because every idiot with Apple Maps is like, oh, I see a shortcut. Like you and everybody else. So um, you know you're sitting in traffic on fifty, or you're sitting in traffic on a side street. Right. So, all right, that was not the topic for the day. No. So, I held that. I didn't say anything before we went, just because I wasn't wasn't sure how it was going to go. Um, but last December, so we're kind of talking December of twenty twenty two. Um, along an old friend of my wife's, uh, texted us and said, "Hey, look." We're going to buy these Savannah Banana tickets when they're playing in Trenton. But we have to buy them now. And we're trying to do a group buy. Do you want in? I think it took us about 10 minutes before we said yes. Because mm-hmm. we we had heard about the Savannah Bananas. If, if you haven't, go on, I believe it's ESPN Plus or Netflix. It's called uh, Banana Land. It's like a, document, a documentary of uh, how the Savannah Bananas kind of became what they are today. And for those of you that don't know, the Savannah Bananas are essentially the Globetrotters of baseball. Mm-hmm. And it's a very simplistic way of describing it. They still play baseball, but they change the rules up a little bit. It's much more fan-friendly. Um, and it's, in my opinion, it was more fun. Yeah, because they do, I, I was just looking at some of the rules they do. Like, they have the, uh, they'll call it a walk, they call it a sprint, and... The, the runner can keep going until every infielder has touched the ball. Um, they do some, uh, they do some, uh, what is it? The, if a fan catches a ball, it's an out. Yep. They have um, the little TikTok dances they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I started following them on Instagram like two years ago, and there's a time limit. 
for the game, so the game can't go. It won't go more than two, two hours. hours. Yep. So it, it's it's a it's a neat concept, and they're really drawing a lot of people. And the, they'll have like like MLB players come out, like do guest appearances. Like I think Johnny Damon came out for a game, and but they don't tell anyone. He just shows up. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's a, it looks like a fun time. I'd love to go check one out someday. So we, we were kind of looking for a summer trip anyway. So we did an RV trip just outside of Philadelphia. Had some family there. It only put us 45 minutes away from the stadium in Trenton. So we go up there and I'm just like, man, I don't know. It was at the Trenton Thunder baseball stadium. 7,000 seats sold out. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking like, and th- and then like the day of or day before my wife's telling me, yeah, so first pitch I think is at uh, 7.10 and we have to get there by five to get in line. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what do you mean get in line? Did you have well, tickets? <laughs> so you have tickets, but they're all general admission. Oh. You don't have seats. You bought a ticket to get in. Okay. And so we didn't get there at five. I was like, okay. It's, and, it's not flight. I'm, I'm not doing I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not that guy. Luckily, the friend who bought the tickets is that guy. <laughs> so he, he was at the front with his kids and everything and his wife. Um and so we just kind of like, when we got there, we just kind of moseyed around and kind of worked our way to where they were. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up at the front anyway. Yeah. Um, and then when they finally opened the gates, it was just a mad dash. Yeah. Now I got two little ones. So I'm looking at my wife going, just go to the right. Take your time going up. I'll be behind. I'll be behind you, and no one's going to get through me, mm-hmm. and no one's going to push over the kid yeah. and trample him because it looked like that kind of crowd. Yeah, like they could get trampley. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you get that just douche of a person. Yeah, you're like the opposite of lead blocking. Yeah, you're like the tail end Charlie. Like one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that exactly what we did. Yeah. But the friend of ours, he had older kids, so he basically shot them out of a cannon. <laughs> Go, like, go. You're going to this section, get these seats down there. And they did. They I, they must have amazing, amazing uh, instincts. So they get, and they so you're technically not supposed to save seats, but we gave them like, we gave them like five pieces of clothing, like spread out. And by the time we got there, because we weren't even that far behind, all the seats were there. So we're yeah. like, great. But then as we're sitting there for like an hour or two, it was about like an hour, an hour and a half. I'm looking around. This Trenton ballpark is tiny. There was no bad seat in the house. <laughs> was like, it like the size of Bowie? Smaller. Oh, wow. So, so think of so Bowie's got the lower, the upper, mm-hmm. and then the suites. Yeah. Imagine just the lower. Okay. And that's all it was. Yeah. So seven. It holds seven thousand. I think Bowie holds like twelve. Yeah. So, 7,000 seats. All of them sold out. I mean, I would say a good two-thirds. Like, when we're there sitting in there, two-thirds are still open. Mm -hmm. And even seats down low. I'm like, apparently it wasn't that crowd. Right. Like, they were just there to enjoy the the party. Mm Because outside, when you're waiting to get in, 
It is a party. So yeah, tailgate, like tailgate party type stuff? More or? more or less. Wow. Not not as well, I shouldn't say not as. So in the parking lot, people are tailgating. Like that part was true. Mm-hmm. Not cooking stuff, but just got chairs out sitting yeah. around, hanging out, people talking to each other, whatever. That kind of tailgate, yes. And then you get to the front of the stadium and they got music playing. Um they had some food vendors. They had the, so yes, in that in that sense of the word, yeah, it's tailgating. But it wasn't like booze hound mm-hmm. style. Like you didn't have the out of control drunks. Yeah, it wasn't that kind of party. Like it was definitely family friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could take your kid there, and they weren't gonna be like, "Oh, her tits are out." Yeah, you know, it wasn't that kind of show. Um, so I can see going early. The waiting in line at the gate. No, don't do that. You don't. You don't got. You don't have to. Right. We, we had kids like because all these people that save seats, they save too many, and then you can just walk down and take seats after they give them up anyway. Right. Um. And then the only criticism uh, should I save the criticism for the end? Yeah. Okay. So we're sitting there. The ballpark food is ballpark food. Is what it is. Wasn't bad, wasn't great. Um, as far as ballparks go, mediocre. Yeah. I think Bowie's got decent food. Um, and then I'd say about 30 minutes to an hour before the first pitch, the entertainment on the field now starts to happen. Okay. The MC is out. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there forward, it's 100% entertainment. There is no lull, but it's not chaotic. Yeah. Like, you weren't having to look in six different places. This is going on right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's done. Now you're looking over here. That's done. Now you're looking. Now they're playing baseball. Okay, half innings over. They're doing a dance now. Um, during the game, the umpire is dancing. Yeah, the umpire has like his own following. Yes. <laughs> and, and for good reason. Yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> like it's this it's a short round dude. Yeah. And he's just he, he's got his dance he's the guy you shouldn't be able to dance, but then he starts dancing. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's funny. Um he's consistent throughout the entire energy level high the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um the rules are interesting. I don't know if baseball will ever incorporate them, although they do have, I think they have the larger bases, which MLB now has. Uh, the fan catching a foul ball is never going to catch on, but that was fun because the fans are now involved in the actual game. Yeah. Now, oddly enough, no fan caught a foul ball off of Savannah Bananas bat. Okay. So this this is, I guess this was part of their Challenger series, so they were playing the Trenton Thunder. Okay. Um. But the Trenton Thunder were in on it. Mm-hmm. So they knew it was an entertainment spectacle. They understood it wasn't this. People aren't here to see baseball. Right. They're here for the entertainment, which includes some baseball. Um, the athletes on the field were amazing. Mm-hmm. Like baseball players are athletes in general. Don't get me wrong. Basketball players, but, but they, they do their one thing. These guys played good baseball and threw in extra. Mm-hmm. Um, like the pitcher knew that he had to dance on top of pitching. 
and he had to throw strikes because these yeah. are these are guys trying to make the majors mm-hmm. and the Trenton Thunder. Is this like a are they like a single A team? So the Savannah Bananas World Tour team. Well, the Trenton Thunder. I know the, the Bananas used to play in the uh, Coastal Plain League. So I think they still play an independent league, but mm-hmm. that's a separate team. Okay, it's still it's owned by the same guy. Mm-hmm. So when they go home, I think they play like they have a home series for the Savannah Bananas. They also have their minor league Savannah Banana team in this okay. independent. I, I, and I think these guys do play on that team, but they also do this. I think I'm not I'm not completely sure on that. Um, but anyway, so the guy with the yellow hat. He's on from the jump. Mm-hmm. The two MCs are on all the time. Um, the walk-up music has purpose. They're dancing on the walk-up music. Like it's it's not baseball. Yeah, it's inter- like they know that their job is to entertain, and they do a heck of a job with it. There's the guy who pitches with stilts, <laughs> super long stilts, and his name is of course Stilts. Yeah. That he, dude, did that, he hit? Did you see him hit with the stilts? He did, no, he didn't hit because he'll hit with stilts. I, I've heard that. His, uh, like you'll see him running down the first baseline. Yeah, um, he moved. He moves incredibly well on those stilts. Like it's <laughs> it's natural. Um, had a lot of hip swagger on him. Mm-hmm. So you know, take that. But apparently, I guess his grandmother makes all his clothes. Okay, so she makes his pants. That are that long. Now mm-hmm. I don't know if the Savannah Bananas made these, but um, so I guess he he was a stilt stilts worker in some form or fashion to begin with. Okay. Um, they had a guy, a, one of the pitchers pitched with like a, a motorcycle or space helmet on <laughs> that was all blacked out. Like I don't know how the guy even saw where he was throwing, um, but throwing in just gas. Mm-hmm. With with the freaking motorcycle helmet on, um, so the the thing and the the thing with the walks, so you can't walk. If you get ball four, you have to you sprint to second basically. So you okay. sprint, you go first to second. The the fielding team, ever all nine players have to touch the ball once, starting from the catcher. So okay. the catcher throws it down in the second base area, mm-hmm. and they do this kind of curly shuffle type thing so all nine can touch it mm-hmm. and then the last guy has to tag the guy out and if he's safe he's safe okay um so it was like just the rules like that were just it made it so interesting because you were seeing something you were never going to see in a baseball game but it made it so much better mm-hmm. um there wasn't there was no downtime between the pitches they had because they had the pitch count thing okay um batters can't leave the batter's box so a lot of these things that you're now seeing going to the MLB these guys were doing it already mm-hmm. um but I, I for someone like I'm not like, to get me out of the house it's got to be something good. I'm already planning on it. When when the schedule comes out in October, I'm planning on buying tickets. For, okay. And I'm willing to get, like, I've set my parameters because I don't know where they're going to go. Yeah. But I'm basically saying anywhere within a three-hour drive of my, my house, I'm going. Okay. And I'll just, wherever I can get the tickets. I don't care where it is mm-hmm. in that, th- that three-hour drive. Yeah. That's how fun of a time it was. Because there are plenty of small 
minor league parks they could play in around here. So there's Bowie, which is bigger. Then there's um, Delmarva, the Delmarva Shorebirds. Mm-hmm. Then there's um, Aberdeen. Uh, Aberdeen Stadium's sweet. Yeah, I was just up there for a Cal Ripken camp. It was it was cool. Um, and then Frederick is so. I looked up the the Trenton Thunder play. It's the MLB Draft League is what they call it. Okay. So it's players who are trying to get drafted play in the summer league. So in the hopes of next year being drafted to a major league team, you know, getting drafted somewhere and then moving on to single A. So, like, they reorganized the the minor leagues because they used to have, like, so they had rookie ball, low A, high A, and they got rid of rookie ball, I think. And now it's all just low A, high A. So you go from, so Oriole would go from Delmarva to Aberdeen <coughs> and then to Bowie and then to Norfolk. So that's how that would work. Yeah, I think that's how Savannah got taken out of the minor league system. I'm choking on soda, by the way. <laughs> um, I think that... I mean, they sold out Trenton, right? 7,000 seats. If Bowie's 12, I think they could sell Bowie out. Yeah. And Bowie's a much nicer stadium. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the parking is much better than Trenton was. Yeah. The um, parking at Bowie's awesome. Um, well, yeah, because nobody goes. Yeah. But <laughs> it's it's a huge lot. Yeah. And the, the thing is, what I, what I love about going there is that you just park at the stadium and walk in. It's not like going to Baltimore where you got to park in some remote lot somewhere or, you know, uh, ride ride light rail in or D.C. where you ride the metro. It's just you park there and you walk in. It's like going to Home Depot. Like there's a Home Depot right there. It's like going yeah. to Home Depot. Right. And they have plenty of, like, if they ever did sell out, they do have the overflow parking there. Yeah. That, I think that would be a great stadium. Do I think they'd ever go there? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think they've ever been around here. I know that, but they went from Trenton to Staten Island. Mm-hmm. So maybe next year they'll yeah. come around here. Now, when they play at home, they play this team, the Party Animals. Yes, it's like the, it's almost what is it? The who the Globetrotters always play? The Washington, Washington Generals. Generals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's funny. So <clears throat> when I watched the documentary, they they don't split it so the Savannah Bananas are better than the Party Animals. Mm-hmm. They split it so the teams are even. Mm-hmm. Because the guy who runs it's like, I don't want the bananas just to win them all. Yeah. He goes, I don't want it to be predictable. So basically, they just split the teams down the middle. Mm-hmm. And they, they do like a little fantasy football draft between the two coaches. <laughs> and they just pick who they want. Yeah. Um, and, and they also play them on the road sometimes. So let's say they were going to play three nights in Trenton. If the Trenton Thunder weren't going to play them any one of those any one of those games, <clears throat> the Party Animals would play. Okay, but mostly yes, they they only they will play them at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of would want to see that just to see what it, what like a full show is. Yeah, with both teams, because now you got two teams doing all the antics. And I think that'd just be a crazy time. Because <laughs> um, the funny bit like. I mean, during the game, there's just so many other things going on besides baseball. Like the play, like the the pitchers that aren't pitching that day, 
they're literally they're coming out in the stands. They're they're part of the promotion. <clears throat> like all the players are expected to be part of the show mm-hmm. through the entirety of it. I think the owner goes and wears that yellow tuxedo and the yellow top hat and yep or bowler hat, whatever they call it. And- yep, yep, and he wears that the entire time. Um, the I mean the the first one of the first base coaches was a contortionist. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there got his leg behind his head the other the third base coach is like a professional dancer who play, doesn't play any baseball like, so I guess they hired him as a as a choreographer mm-hmm. and they wanted him out part of this part of the show so they made him like a third base coach doesn't know skip about baseball yeah uh, but he's out there doing like triple backflips and, and like he's the he's choreographer choreographing Choreographing. Choreographing. Thank you. Uh, like six or seven different bananas doing dances with them. And, I mean, it, it. I know I'm pumping it up. Yeah. But for me to pump something up, it must have been good because normally I'd shit on everything. <laughs> you know, I'm like. Uh, True story. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not one to pump anything up. Yeah. Um, the tickets aren't cheap, but I felt like I felt like we got our money's worth mm-hmm. for that whole evening. Yeah, um, I still can't I, can't. I can't believe what they're charging for food. Now it wasn't them; that was the Trenton Ballpark yeah. charging us for the food. And I'm just like, because that's a nice little segue into the ga- the other game we went to. So we all went uh, to a buoy game. Yes. And the price, I thought the prices were okay, but they were still they were okay for ballpark prices. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else, a hot dog wouldn't be eight bucks. No, I can feed this whole neighborhood hot dogs for eight bucks. Exactly. And when I go to a ballpark, I don't. I generally don't eat a whole lot. I because I, I know it's expensive. I don't go and drink like these guys that go to football games, hockey games, whatever sports. And they just get drunk. Like no. I, I'll have a couple now. The actual the bucket of beer deal was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um. So we did do that, but it's like I'm not really gonna go and I'm not gonna go and and spend a fortune on food. Like I, I love hockey, so I go to a Caps game. I don't drink one single beer. I go. They, and I, it's been a while since I've been there, but they used to have this deal where it was. Get a large Coke and a large popcorn, and you'd spend some like twenty dollars for it. But it was free refills on both, mm-hmm. so I would just, you just had to take your bag up for your popcorn, and then if your bag was too torn up, they'd give you another one. And I love popcorn, so I would just crush popcorn and drink Coke and watch the game. But mm-hmm. I'm the, I'm the guy for hockey, so uh, you know um, usually the re- I think regular season game puck drops at seven o five, warm ups are at six. I'm in the stadium to watch warm ups. So I'm not the guy that's going and getting blasted before the game and showing up 10 minutes. In the, I went with some with – Lindsay and I went with another couple. And uh, we get there. It's like, okay, let's go. And like, oh, no, let's get dinner. Like the first period starts in in eight minutes. You mean <laughs> tell me we're going to eat dinner in eight minutes? Oh, no, we'll just go uh, – you guys can eat. I'm going to go watch a game. Yeah. I'm here to watch a game. I'm not here to hang out and eat dinner with you at the Green Turtle. We could have done that in Annapolis. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so – that's just kind of how I. That's how I am with hockey, and I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the game, 
and don't I'm not a fun fan to hang out with. I don't cheer, like I sit there and I watch the game. So if you want to learn about hockey, come with me. I'll tell you everything. But if you want, if you think it's going to be there and I'm going to be like high fiving and jumping up, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I don't. I'm not going to high five anything. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't score that goal. No. But I love it when. Uh, so when I was in high school, we went to Montreal for a hockey tournament, and we got tickets to see the Canadiens play at. I think at the time it was uh, Molson Center is what they call it. So the new Montreal Forum. It wasn't the old one. And watching a game with Canadian fans where they're, like, booing a line change, like they didn't change lines at the right time, or they iced the puck, and they're booing the home team because they iced the puck. Like, these people know hockey. Mm-hmm. You know, at the Caps game, you next some idiot that's like, shoot it, shoot the puck. Like, shut up, dude. That's, you clearly don't know what you're talking about. So you should probably not speak. No, I mean. You watch a game, you go to Detroit, you go to Boston, Toronto, Montreal. You see what real fans are. Mm -hmm. Verizon Center has been sold out for the Caps because they've been good. Oh, yeah. When they were the Capitals and they sucked. I almost want them to be bad again so I can, you know, bad, so I can, like, just go in and. And get my, you know, pay. I mean, even a cheap seat for a Caps game is seventy dollars. Yep, nosebleeds. Yeah, I looked into it. Like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not spending that kind of money. Nope, I'm, I'm not spending three hundred fifty dollars for for my family to see a hockey game. You know, um, it's just not gonna, to go sit way up there. Now, granted, there are really no bad seats in that place, but still, to sit that high up, nah, no thanks. I'll watch it on TV. That's the thing. I mean. We, with a 4K TV, or even even a 1080p TV, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> the viewing angles are so much better at home. Yeah. Than up in the nosebleeds. I mean, it it just it's they're pricing the like the next generation of fans out. Yeah. Or, or I shouldn't say that because there are people that can afford it and people that go. Well, you go, to, take you go to DC and it's all like <clears throat> it's all the contractor bros and like the congressional intern bros and the you know all live in like little apartments in georgetown and stuff and you see them there and they're all i mean they just have punchable douchebag faces and me as somebody used to go watch them at the old cap center in landover Mm -hmm. which was a complete dump i wish they still played there because that was more my than this hoity-toity downtown with a bunch of contractor bros i don't i don't want to hang out with them right I would choose to not hang out with them at any any chance I got. Yeah. I'd probably rather hang out with prisoners. Because <laughs> at least the stories would be better. They're more personable. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say more personable, but yeah, you're right. The story, the, the conversation would be better. Yeah. Than, bro, bro, yeah, bro. All the time. Like, dude, would you shut yeah. up? They, they all wear the same clothes. They do the same things. They have identical girlfriends. They go to the same bar. Like, they're the same person. It's just cookie cutters of the same guy. <laughs> right. You know, when they're not wearing their business clothes, they're wearing like you know salmon-colored uh, shirts with their collars popped. Like, I don't want to hang out with you guys. I hate that that's made a comeback. The yeah. pop collar from the eighties. No, yeah. unpop the collar, please. Yeah, it's like the shorts that show way too much man thigh. No one wants to see that. What is, what is going on? Like with the clothes right now? I don't know. Like, I I see these. Grown ass men showing like three quarters of their thigh, 
Like, what are you doing? Like Larry Bird length shorts from the eighties. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Like that made a comeback. No. Yeah. Put your thighs away. It shouldn't have. No. Like, and of course, like the bro, now, the bros are trying to be like the kids because yeah. the kids wear them. And I feel like kid. Put your thighs away. Right. And, I'm, and I'm not saying that everyone should be running around in like knee-length jorts. No. Because that looks just as bad. Right. But, I mean, some regular khaki shorts, like, just above the knee. Like, I don't... Right. I don't know. The, look, guys don't have that many options when it comes to fashion. Right? You got shorts of, like, varying length of about one to two inches difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a little bit more room in the thigh, less room in the thigh. And cargo or not cargo. Yeah. Those are pretty much your shorts options. Jorts, not shorts. <clears throat> well, you know, jorts are for a different type of guy. <laughs> jorts are for the guy who doesn't want circulation through his balls. <laughs> but apparently, nobody wants circulation through mm-hmm. their balls because now they're wearing these things that are jacked up up into their nutsack and showing a lot of man thigh. Yeah. Like, no, put that away. Like, you're like 16-year-old How dudes. How do you sit down in that thing? You don't. You don't. You're, you literally have a ball that pops out. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you get castrated sitting down. Right. Like, don't the boys need some room to move around? Not theirs. Like, no. They, they're they just, they're suffocating them. <laughs> they're going to smuggle grapes. That's what they're going to do. They're <laughs> smuggling balls across the across the border. It's like, guys, let, let some air through it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's more comfortable. I yeah, mean, I get it. Or, or where, where the, the, the compression underlayer. But the outer layer, let you let it breathe, right? You know, I, I, it's sad what they've done to the children of this of this country that they're they're following the suit from the bros. Yeah, like <coughs> I came from bro culture. I was in with the bros. Yeah, I hated it. I've been trying. I've been getting out of bro culture since I could. Right? <laughs> it keeps following you. It keeps following me everywhere I go. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I, you know, I like I like my bros, but I hate all the other bros. Right. It's like no, no. But don't get me wrong. Like when I see the bro, like I'm like I, I walk up to him just shaking my head. Yeah. And like, what are you shaking your head for? Because you look like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean look like an asshole? You look like you're a 45 year old man showing man thigh. And you sound like one too. Now. Right. It, you're, you you're, spoke. Yes. You are an asshole. <laughs> Like, but, yeah, and we have a laugh over it, and they understand, and they're like, yeah, I do look like an asshole. Yeah. But so for them, it's like they're doing it, but they know they shouldn't be doing it. Those guys think it look good. Yeah, like, those bros think it, they, this is the oh, I'm the shit. Right, ladies love my man. Well, all the Beckys love, love them. I guess <laughs> they, I guess I so. Know. The Beckys are no better. No, the mom, the mom jean shorts haven't mom gone jeans away. Need to go away. But, well, now it's the shorts. So they're doing the cut off shorts with the mom jeans. So the waist is way up. I don't, so I see, and I understand that, that women were not put on this planet for the visual pleasure of men. No. However, I'm qualified to say when you look like crap. Right. And the mom jeans make them look, you'll see a, a pretty girl with, you know, nice body, tell she takes care of herself, and then wrap it in mom jeans. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't understand the, and then think it looks good. Or the mom jeans with the wide legs. Well, like no, what, that's even worse. Yeah. Like, and look, I'm not saying it because, like, it's for me to look at. It just looks bad. Just, it looks bad on you. Yeah. Like, you're showing up. People it's all the most like, hey. unflattering lines. Right. Like you've taken something 
and wrapped it in the worst possible skin you can. You know, imagine if you had a a, a, a car with the, the power and specs of a Ferrari, and then you just kind of like made it look like crap. Yeah, I mean, look, as much as we're, we're commenting on the women's stuff, we just commented on the men's. Yeah, it's we, not like, sh- we just it, shit on them, too. It's not like I'm trying to go blow the guy with the man thigh. Right. You know, I'm not trying to do things to the women's, but, like, I still have an opinion of what, hey, that doesn't look great. No. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, just like with the, like with the guys. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You, you're, what, it looks like you're smuggling a banana. It's like, are you trying like to are you trying to look like crap? Right. So the guys are wearing girls' clothes, and the girls are wearing guys' clothes. Right. But it's not like a, you know, protected class type of deal. It's like you're both into each other, but it's like you got your closets mixed up. Right. At least in lower body, lower wear shorts. Right. The weird thing is, like the the girls with the upper, like they're wearing the mom jeans with the with the waist jacked up yeah. over the belly button or whatever, but then they got like a crop top on, so they're still trying to show midsection, right? But they don't have much midsection left because they got the pants jacked up so high. But then at all other times, they wear leggings and hoodies, right? Which looks better than much better their dressed up version with the mom jeans on. It doesn't make any sense. So it's right. bizarro world. So we're I'm, in bizarro world. We're, we're gonna we're gonna put this out here because uh, I, I was talking with my, my wife about this. We were in Cole. She she went to like the we were in Cole and she like I was getting some like I needed some stuff when we were on vacation. And apparently she had the makeup counter lady put some that she had her pick out a lipstick for her. she put lipstick on. She comes over, I'm looking, I go, What do you what what is that? She goes, lipstick. I go, I know it's lipstick. Like I go it doesn't like it it doesn't look good. And so we get in the car, and the girl, and I'm and so I got two girls, and we start talking about makeup. And the little one's like, "When can I start wearing makeup?" And I said, "Look, like when you're old enough, you can wear makeup if you choose to." I said, "But how many times have you heard me tell your mother she looks better without the makeup, or she looks great without the makeup, and with the makeup on?" You know, in my opinion, and again, this is the guy. So, and this is going to get to a better better point down the road. In my opinion, I think in most guys' opinion, we like the way women look without the makeup. Mm-hmm. Women wear makeup to impress other women. Yeah. Or to do something to, to they think they're fixing a flaw that they see that no one else is seeing. Right. It's not for men. Because if you asked a guy about women wear makeup it's kind of like the girl like did you see the video of the girl on the airplane and she's pointing to the back of the airplane going that motherfucker right there isn't yeah. real yeah. alright so she's not wearing makeup in that video mm-hmm. and she looks nice yeah crazy oh, she 100% crazy <laughs> I mean you know who is it um, then she goes on like Twitter or whatever and does an apology video all made up she looked better on the airplane. She looked better on the airplane. Yeah. In jeans and, like, just a, a, a whatever shirt she had on. Yeah. She goes and does a video all done up and with the makeup, with a full face of makeup. It's like, God, it, it doesn't look good. But they're not doing it for us. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm not saying you should. But don't, and this is where, don't blame men. Because you're in this corporate trap of buying stuff that you think makes you look better. 
It's women preying on other women. Yeah. Because women are at the head of these makeup companies now. Right. And they're still doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. They're hiring the youngest of young to put on and 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 promote their makeup to women that are older. And they think they should look like the young girl. Yeah. Not because men like it. It's because that's the competition. Always. Mm-hmm. It's like, but they want to blame men for it. Which most dudes would be like, I'd rather get out of the house 30 minutes earlier. Bingo. Or, or, <laughs> or just flat out, I'm more attracted to the one without the makeup. Yeah. Like, you put you next to you, I'm more attracted to just you, mm-hmm. not made up you. Yeah. So don't say you're doing it for us. Mm-hmm. Don't blame us. Yeah. Blame your kind. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I think my wife looks the best. No makeup, hair up in a bun. Like, leggings and a hoodie. Like, that's... She's comfortable, you know... She's... She looks comfortable. She is comfortable. Like, rather than like, oh, I gotta put this makeup on and wear this dress I hate that doesn't fit right. And now these shoes I hate. Like, we go to weddings, and I grab a pair of her flip-flops, and I put them in my suit jacket. Yep. 100% of the time, that's what she's gonna end up wearing. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I won't take I won't need them. I'll just... I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. No. I'm just gonna bring them. Okay. All right. So I just put them in the thing, and then, oh, my feet are killing me, and I just pull out the flip-flops. Right. And here you go. And I'm the greatest thing in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> you should have just worn them to begin with, especially because, like, sometimes the dress covers them. Mm-hmm. And we all know you're short. We know you're 5'3", 5'2". <laughs> right. Like, you're not fooling anyone. Right. <laughs> so. Height's never been an attractive point on a woman anyway. Mm-mm. Not saying that tall girls don't attract, but I'm just saying, like, no, it's not like girls do with guys. He's got to be at least six foot. Right. Yeah, no, I don't right. know. I don't know too many guys who are like... I really wish I hope that girl's taller than me. Yeah, no, not one dude. Like, <laughs> oh, you know what? Well, even my wife's like, I could never date anyone, anyone that was shorter than me. I'm like, you'd have, be hard-pressed to find someone shorter than you. <laughs> like, who are you finding? <laughs> so, um, uh, But back to baseball. Yeah. That was our that was our uh, cult, cultural, cultural rant, if yeah. you will. Um, we, went to the, we went to the minor league game over at Bowie. We tried something. Then we, look, our... Our group of friends from the neighborhood, we go every year. I think we've been doing it five, six, seven years, whatever. Ever since the kids were babies. Yeah. <clears throat> well, maybe not since we were babies. I think once the older ones got to like six. Mm-hmm. That's when we started because then they let them run the bases. Yeah. There. So it's been about five years because they're, they're 11 now. Um, we, we always sat in the lower level, like the wherever the cheap seats were. I think they were at 12 bucks. Yeah. Whatever. See, I'd sit in the bleacher seat too. There's more room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or I'd buy the ticket down there and then end up sitting in the bleachers because there's more room. Right. And so I, I remember what kind of manifested out of this. So last year it was hotter than hell. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought I, I was going to melt. Like this is like this body's not made for heat. Right. I'm made for winter. <laughs> I am what I am. And so I was like, look, man, talk to the guy who kind of organizes it all. I was like, let's do a box next year. I was like, it can't be that much more expensive. It's a minor league ballpark. Yeah. So he comes back, tells us all to like, I think it was $5 more per ticket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm sold. Let's do yeah. it. And everyone else is like, yep, let's do it. Cool. Three weeks out, we got the catering menu. At least the one that was sent to us. Yeah. 
$140 for pizza. That's $50 for the pizza. $140 for chicken fingers. Sorry, that's what, $140 yeah. for chicken fingers. Yeah. And it didn't say how many. Yeah. It, <laughs> I'm like, what is that, six? <laughs> but a $40 pizza. I was like, is that one? Yeah. Or is that four pizzas? <laughs> Ten dollars. I can I can be on board with ten. All right, twenty dollars a pizza, maybe because ballpark prices. Yeah. Maybe two pizzas for forty. And that was for one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this pizza made of gold? They said you just took the per slice piece and multiplied it by eight. Right. I'm pretty sure that's the. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what happened. But we we kind of get shell shocked like a couple of weeks ahead of time. Yeah. Luckily, we show up. Impressive place. Um. Not not as luxurious as like a pro park with the carpet and whatnot. Yeah, this was this is like easy to clean. It had the 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 vinyl tiles. Yeah, the yeah. laminate floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the 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 cheap roller chairs around mm-hmm. the table. There's two IKEA couches or three IKEA couches over in the corner. Um, huge TV, a little bar type thing with nothing in it. Um. But, and then it had the outside part with the seats. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it had the bar seats where you could look out of the glass yeah. and you could eat while you're watching. Um, I had only been in one box in my entire life. And that was, it wasn't for a sports game. It was for uh, uh, P.T. Barnum Circus. Okay. And it was at the old Cap Center. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was two levels they had the seats inside the outside, yeah. ba- bathrooms inside the suite. It was amazing. Amazing. This wasn't that, but it was much less expensive. And I got the amenities that I wanted out of it, which was air condition, mm-hmm. uh, a bathroom that wasn't available to the masses. Yep. So if I had a, if I had to go squat for a minute, I could go squat You're for a good. minute. Yeah. I had some time. Yeah. Um, the restaurant was right next door, so mm-hmm. we didn't have to go downstairs if we didn't want to. I did for the dessert portion of the evening. <laughs> um, we had a waitress. She would bring us the We could order it, bring us the food. The menus that we got when we were there, much more reasonable. Yes. Um, it was like, I mean, the, the prices on the menu were like kind of like airport restaurant prices. Yeah. It wasn't insane. It was more than you'd spend spend on the street, but it was it wasn't astronomical. Um, the kids got some food. I didn't eat anything. Uh, I just drank beer, but I spent most of the game outside because the other p- cool part was every left-handed hitter, all their fouls over the back were coming right into our box. Yeah, there were missiles. Yeah, though. like you had to have your head on a swivel. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think there were like six. Like one lady. I thought one lady. I thought her head was going to be Oh, gone. I thought she was good. I thought she was done. Oh. That ball was coming in hot. And so she was sitting uh, so there were two rows of seats next to us. The ball missled right past her ear and hit the seat back behind her. Like that close. Yeah. Like your head almost exploded, lady. Yeah. Um from then on I had a I had a glove on mm-hmm. for lefties. The yeah, whole you needed a and so I and I caught my first foul ball, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, but two came two came into our box and were caught by us, <laughs> so that was fun. 
But uh, yeah, I recommend it. Like it's like I said, it's ball on a budget, and uh, the ba- the game was good. You know, the, the Bay Sox. I mean, they lost, but they have some decent prospects there. So I think I think I had a better time just because I f- I don't know what the word is. I didn't feel like I was tied to my seat. Mm-hmm. I could move around. Yeah. And not, I get it. You're in a ballpark. I could move around the lower concourse, I, whatever. But I was still within our area. Yeah. And the kids around. were contained. Right. Until they weren't. Yeah. But for, <laughs> the, for the most part, they were contained in that little area there. Mm-hmm. So. Um, for the kids that don't, didn't want to watch baseball. Yeah. They had a room they could kind of play in. <coughs> yeah. They were drawn on the on the whiteboard and they were playing games and yeah, there there was something for them to do. Um, now my oldest just he just wanted to sit there and watch baseball. Mine did too. Yeah. Oddly enough, she sat in the front left corner. I didn't I didn't even see her there half the time. Yeah, and it's nice with and even last year when we went, <laughs> my oldest got so frustrated with the little kids. He was all the way down at the, the end of the third baseline. <laughs> By himself, he pieced out in like the third inning, yeah, trying to get balls from the, from the visiting team, and they were hooking him up. So, um, but yeah, I, he was like, "I'm done with this. I'm I done with doing that. kids." I yeah. remember doing that at his age. Yeah, that was half the fun, man. Yeah, but he just he wants to watch the game. Yeah, I can take him there to watch a doubleheader, and he will sit there and watch every inning. Now the other two still want to go play on the stupid carousel, and that was another nice part is that we told them that oh, we can't get to the carousel from here, <laughs> and because they're little kids, they believed it. So, because at that park, for those of you who don't know, they have a, at the end of the first base concourse, there's a little kids amusement park thing. Mm -hmm. And I hate it because it, I want to watch the game. I don't want to watch you ride around on a fake horse. Right. Like, that's dumb. Um, This is an amusement park. I'm here for the, uh, it's a baseball stadium. Yeah. Right. Um, So, I, I would highly recommend it, at least at this Bowie Stadium, if you're in the area. Um. Check just check the pricing at the stadiums in your area just to see if it's not that much more expensive. A lot of times it's not that much more expensive. You just have to have the number of people. Mm-hmm. So I think we had thirty nine people. Yeah, because as the years have gone on, people have had more kids, and then, mm-hmm. and then new people, people moved, moved in. in. Yeah. Um, I would highly recommend at least just asking. Um, because we got to see the number one prospect prospect in baseball. Yeah. Go over. In, well, <laughs> in an owner suite, though. Yeah. Like I saw him go over in an owner suite. Yeah. I mean, he did have that sack fly RBI, so. Yeah. I, I mean, now that we're talking about him, we might as well move on to the Orioles, but him specifically. So it's Jackson Holiday, who's at double A buoy right now. The Orioles, and all, I guess, all of baseball's number one prospect right now. Um, I saw, I mean, look, for my scouting professional mind, I saw some red flags out of the kid. And I'm going to be dead wrong. I'm going to say it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably going to go on and be amazing. There's something odd with his right leg. It doesn't look right. Hmm. Um, and I've seen it before, like on videos. But seeing it in person, it's almost like... I can't picture, I can't, it's almost like his knee is in and his foot is outside of his kneecap when he's walking. Hmm. It's not aligned. 
Um, so it's almost like from his hip, it goes in and then to his knee and then out back to his foot. Like knock need? It's almost like a big offensive lineman that you see. Yeah. And he's kind of got that weird inverted knee looking. Yeah. That's what he looks like a little bit. Um, so if you ever get a chance to watch and they do the, they do the shot from behind. So you see the pitcher on the buoy feeds. They show him too. You can kind of see it there. Um, and the other thing I kind of noticed was like, he kind of gave off the Manny Machado suave, suave vibes, mm-hmm. like kind of a douche bro vibes a little bit. And I, I, I we all like maybe I'm jaded a little bit because of what happened with Manny and he ended up being a dick, and that's what ended up pretty much guaranteeing him a, a path out of Baltimore. Yeah, uh, thought he was too good for Baltimore or whatever. Like that's that's the impression he gave off. Whether it was was true or not, I don't know. But he Jackson Holiday kind of gives off that vibe when he's walking around. I mean, he's 18 years old. I mean, he was playing high school baseball in May. Yeah, but I mean, he's 19 years old. Yeah. He, he shows. He doesn't show a lot of humbleness out there on the field, at least with other teammates, it seemed. I don't know. And that could just be a complete bullshit observation. But physically-wise, that knee thing, I'm surprised no one's checked on that. Or maybe they have and they've deemed it's fine. Mm -hmm. But that looks like that could be a problem later on. Yeah. And if I was the Orioles' medical staff, I would at least look to see if there's a structural issue because if there is, get the surgery now while he's young mm-hmm. and he can heal quick. Yeah. And maybe, it, it, what is it? If it keeps about a year, so be it. But Or if you time it now so that it's, you know. Back for spring training? Yeah. Yeah, he's not getting called up this year. No, I think they're, they think he might go to Norfolk for their playoffs, but that's about as high as he'll go. But he's gone he played low A, high A, now double A. So, I mean, he went over for the other night when we were there, but he's got a three forty batting average in double yeah. A as a nineteen year old. Yeah. I mean, good God, I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I mean, maybe there's just too small of a sample size, but I mean, if he rakes like that at double A, I don't know, man. I think you let him end the year at double A on a high note like that, mm-hmm. and then let him take that confidence into next year rather yeah. than. Because once you put him at AAA, you're putting him on against major league players at that point, right? Like, do you like what if he doesn't do well? Like, do you want to kill his confidence going mm-hmm. into the next? I mean, have him start AAA, yeah. next year, or or maybe even the majors at that point. Mm-hmm. They might promote him at that point. Yeah, I, I would leave him at Bowie if he's raking and just let him take that confidence in next mm-hmm. year. That'd be my. Yeah, opinion. I mean, but whatever they're doing to develop prospects is working because. <laughs> Do whatever you did with Adley Rushman. Do whatever you did with Gunnar Henderson, because um, it's doing that. It, it's working so far with Ryan Mountcastle. So you know uh, they did. The other thing we saw was John Means was doing a rehab start, but on first glance, like oh, he made it. He pitched one and two thirds of an inning, but then talking to. You're, you're, they're not going down there and throwing all their stuff and throwing gas. No. They're going down there. It's like, th- we want your velocity up and your strikes. Like, throw strikes. So, they're going to get hit off more often. Yeah. I, I don't think – I mean, if John Means makes it back up to the Major League roster, 
I think you're looking September, yeah, mid mid September at the earliest. Mm-hmm. There, I mean that that was his first outing since Tommy John. Yeah, and I guarantee you, he wasn't allowed to throw anything other than fastballs. Mm-hmm. They weren't. I, there's no way they were letting him throw curves. Yeah, it's probably two sliders, seam, two seam, uh, two seam, four seam is probably about all he was throwing. Maybe some change ups, but yeah, he wasn't putting any. There was no pronation on any of his. Yeah, I mean. Could he go up late August? I mean, we're already talking. Like, we're recording this on the 17th. We're, it's kind of like we're getting into run out of runway for that. Right. I, I think he's probably got, if he does two more starts in Bowie, I mean, you're already looking at the start of August or start start of September at that point. I can't see them promoting him after two to three starts at Bowie. Yeah. I think you need four. But yeah, then again, their season's over, though, soon, isn't it? Because they're not going to make the playoffs. No. So if they want to keep. And I don't think they're going to rehab him in AAA. They can send him back down to Florida. Yeah. Let him pitch at the facility. Mm-hmm. That's going to be tough. I mean, right now you got your top three starters. I mean, Grayson Rodriguez is throwing crazy lights out. Yep. They got Flaherty from St. Louis. And Tyler Wells mm-hmm. is throwing pretty well. And those are your top three right now. Yeah. Although they're saying Wells might go to the bullpen, which is weird to me. Um. What's the, what's the other guy? The, the I can't remember the other two guys' names. Um, the guy they brought in from from the off season. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Gibson. Gibson and um, I can't remember the other kid's name either. I mean, they're doing well enough. I mean, right now I think for the month of August, the Orioles have the second lowest run scored in the entire uh, American League. Mm-hmm. Like Detroit is below them. That's it. Yeah. Their pitching has held them in. Shoot, they lost a game, I think, last night. That was the first game they lost in almost a week. Yep. <laughs> I mean, and that's, and that's with no run production? Okay. Yeah. So the starting the starting and relief pitching is doing just fine. It's just like, because I know people were up in arms when they got Flaherty and they didn't go get Dylan Cease. So it's um, Kyle Bradish. Flaherty, Dean Kramer, Kyle Gibson, Grayson Rodriguez. So Tyler Wells is not even starting. Is That's he... according to ESPN. Okay. I wonder what their bullpen looks like. Is Wells coming off an injury? Maybe that's what they were talking about. It could be, yeah. I think because um, they were trying to figure out who's going to go to the bullpen. Yep. Yeah, I'd have to see Orioles' bullpen. Um, so um, that, That's going to be an interesting rotation because Kramer's been pitching okay. Yeah, so Bautista's their closer, and Cano, or they're, that's their two closers. That's a and tough. I, I forget which one they call the mountain. Um, I think Bautista, right? Yeah, I'd have. To, he's six eight, so right. that's a large two eighty five. He's a big man, yeah. <laughs> and that two eighty five is probably bullshit. He's probably three, right? Um, that's a CC Sabathia two eighty, yeah, three eighty is yeah. what he is, yeah. Uh, 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 a Mike uh, two twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> um, they picked up that uh, Shintaro um, Fujinami. Yes, he's in the bullpen right now. Yeah. So then they've got Gillespie, Irvin. I've seen Perez pitch, um, but yeah, I'm not even seeing. Um, so I think Wells might be coming back from injury. Yeah. So either he's going to go to the bullpen or one of the starters is. And I'll be interested to see what they do there. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the thing. where 
if they do plan on bringing Means up, I, I just can't see them trusting that arm coming off of Tommy John for the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. I can't see them starting him right. in the playoffs. Like, why Why would you risk the arm for next year? Mm-hmm. Um, especially because I don't think... I don't think Flaherty's under control after this year. Right. Which is why we got him for nothing. Um, so Means could kind of slot into that Flaherty role. But again, that you got Wells coming off coming off that injury. So it's like, okay. I, I think a couple of those guys were surprises. Like I think Kramer was just supposed to be like an okay pitcher. And I think he is. I mean, I don't think he's setting the world on fire. But yeah. he's good enough. I mean... The, the surprise of it all has been, um, well, I can't think of this dude's name. I just said it two minutes ago. The Gonzalez, not Gonzalez. Rodriguez? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Okay. So they sent him down to uh, to AAA. When? Early in the season. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he's, once, since he's, I mean, yeah. and I last, asked my, like, three, four starts. One of my good days. friends is a is a big baseball guy. And I was like, what? You know, he came back, he's doing really, he's like, yeah, because they, pitchers are head cases. Yeah. So, they start goof, especially when they're young, they start goofing up in the majors, and they start trying to do all kinds of crazy stuff. Send them back to the minors, reestablish their fastball and their good stuff, realize they can strike people out, and then bring them back up. Yeah. So, it wasn't like punishment, or you're terrible. It was like, go down there, get your head right, and then come back. Yeah, I mean, he was the number one pitching prospect in all baseball mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. So it's good that he kind of got his head around what he needed to. They still have the best record in the American League. Mm-hmm. That That's going to be an interesting run because there's really no other than, what's that older guy's name? Todd Fra- It's not Todd Frazier. <sighs> He's the utility guy. I think it is Frazier. Is it Todd Frazier? Maybe I got it right. Yeah. Um, Other than him, there's really no veteran presence on that team. Or is it, let's see, Adam Frazier. Adam Frazier. So he's 31. He's the one of the oldest guys on the team. And then the next uh, oldest is Ryan O'Hearn at 30. And then Urias at 20, uh, Ramon Urias at 29. That's your infielders. But then other than that, Gunnar Henderson's 22. Mateo's at 28. Um and then your outfielders, uh, Aaron Hicks is the oldest at 33, and then yeah, he, 28. So He was brought in midseason, though. Yeah. Off of waivers, no less. No, I've always liked Cedric Mullins. And Cedric Mullins came up as a prospect when I think I think Buck may have still be, been there. Maybe. When they were getting ready to blow the team up, and they brought him up, and I was like, I like this guy. And he's been a complete stud in the outfield. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so And he can hit. Yeah. He's at least got four of the five tools. Yeah. I mean the sad part is is that he might be, he might not even be considered part of the future of the Orioles. Yeah, which is crazy. Right. That, I mean the Orioles are now at I mean and of course all the naysayers like, well yes, what happens when you lose a hundred games a year? You can yeah. restock your farm system. Yeah, but you also have to pick right. Yeah. You only you only, in four years you only had four First round draft picks. Mm-hmm. You had to hit on a lot more to have. I mean, I, I was looking at Bleacher Report listed the top ten prospects at every position. The Orioles don't have a pitcher anymore because they mm-hmm. get, Rodriguez is up. Yeah. Um. And they don't have a first baseman. 
every single other position, they have one of the top five. Yeah. According to that list. And surprisingly, they've got the number five catching prospect in all of baseball. <laughs> behind Adley Rushman. Right. So now there's the rumors of, do you move Rushman to first base and let this kid come up and catch? Uh-huh. Because apparently Rutschman hits much better as a DH than he does when he's catching. Hmm. Well, and their other catcher, McCann's not bad either. He's Brian McCann, right? He's the dude from the Brave. Like, yeah. Old school Brave, right? Yeah. He's me, not young, is he? Um, no, he's not. It's James McCann. Okay, so not Brian. I'm, when I hear McCann, I'm thinking Brian McCann that was like the long-time catcher for the Braves. Yeah. So this guy came from... I'm not sure where he came from. I have to, let's see. He played for the Mets, White Sox, and Tigers. So he's a journeyman. Yeah, so he came in in 14. <clears throat> um, he's yeah. been with the club since 2014? No, no. Oh. <laughs> Just this season. Okay. Like, so no. Never heard of this dude. Yeah, he was uh, with the Tigers for five, White Sox two, Mets two, and now Baltimore one. So... Um, hmm. Yeah, but when I see it, like, he he's a good, like, as far as, like, he's, the thing with, you have to carry two catchers. So, like, I t- keep telling my kid, who's a left-handed hitter, I'm like, dude, you should try catching. And he's like, well, I don't like catching. I'm like, you should try it. And, but when I explain to him, a left-handed catcher is kind of a, you need to have left-handed bats, and you have to carry two catchers. So if you can catch, and you're a left-handed hitter, you're a little bit more, you know, and I'm not talking about him going to the pros, but maybe when it gets like, maybe you'll make your JV high school team. Right. You're adding value to yourself. Yeah. Um, but he's also afraid to do it. So, <laughs> But Tom Brady was left-handed, left-hitting catcher. Right. So, so actually, oddly enough, so was I. Oh, yeah? When I caught, I was I always hit lefty. I could catch righty or lefty, though. Mm-hmm. So if, initially, I always, I, I threw lefty all the time. Oh. Uh-huh. Until I got about 13, 14, eh, probably 13. And so when I would play first base, I'd play it lefty. Mm-hmm. When I played third base, I'd play it righty. But I, I could only hit right handed or left handed. Yeah. I couldn't hit right. I looked like a complete fool trying to yeah. swing right handed. But left handed, I, I hit fine. Mm-hmm. But I would always, uh, I would always use the hand that the position called for. And. Just kind of, I wouldn't say I learned how to throw both ways. It just kind of happened. Yeah. I'm not ambidextrous, though. I'm not that. Just because it was like if I needed to be able to catch the ball better, mm-hmm. I would do it uh, left-handed. Okay. Because I could, I could scoop and defend better with the glove in my right hand. Mm-hmm. But if I needed a stronger arm, I would play right-handed. Okay, because I could throw, I could throw harder with my right hand yeah. and more accurately. So it was out of necessity at that point. Right. But I was not, I was not ambidextrous. I couldn't do equal things with both hands. I certainly couldn't swing shit right-handed. <laughs> so my youngest was swinging right, right, right all through t-ball, and then all of a sudden, like midway through the season, he just comes up and swings left. And I was like, Are "You sure you want?" So then, that's the time of year we started. Uh, like 
soft toss. And I, I don't like to underhand soft toss lob to the kids. I, I like to throw them a little dart so it's coming in flat. It's more like what they're going to see. Hmm. So a lot of people are like, oh, no, I want him to hit it. No, I want him to do it right. right. So if I throw five darts at him and he, doesn't, he just hits off the tee, if I give him these stupid lobs, then he's just going to learn how to hit the dumb lob. So he gets up and you know one of the one of the guys that was helping me coach throws a dart, the first one and he hits a bomb over the second base. I was like, "Yep, keep swinging, keep hitting left. Yeah. <laughs> You're a lefty now." <laughs> That's like my youngest daughter did that. Like she swung righty, 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 and then this year she took some swings left-handed, and I'm looking at her going, "That looks more natural." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I was like," and we just did it off a of tee. I was like. Come on this side of the plate. Try something this way. Yeah. And then she did it in a game, and she got two hits. The next game went right back to right-handed. Mm-hmm. I was like, why'd you switch? I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, eight-year-olds. I swear to God. <laughs> they drive me nuts. Well, hey, maybe she'll be uh, she'll be a switch hitter. Yeah. I, it was funny, though. Like, she can hit on either side. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't want to do it lefty anymore. Yeah. But... The one that well, I shouldn't say the one, the two games she did at left hand because she went back to it for one game, and then the next game she went right back to the right hand. Yeah, like, she hit, she got hits both ways. I'm just like, whatever, just you're, you're fine either way. Just do whatever you want. Yeah. So, but it, this is a a fun baseball episode. Um, if you can, if I, I highly recommend people go see the Savannah Bananas. It's a fun time. I know it's a gimmick. It's a fun time though. Uh, the kids enjoyed it. Um, big time fun at the at the Bay Sox game, living like the other half. And I still have my bets going for the Orioles. <laughs> so I, I put I put a bet a ten dollar bet on winning the division. Uh huh. Ten dollar bet on winning the American League, and a ten dollar bet on winning them winning the World Series. So okay. Hoping for a you know, shot in the dark. Yeah. I made the bet before they took over the American League East. Okay. So I got better odds. Yeah. So we'll see. See how it works out. Appreciate you listening. Want to thank Cheers and Spirits in the Arnold Station Plaza once again. If you ever need any adult beverages, go ahead on over there. And if you're unsure of what you need, go ahead and ask them. They'll let you know. And also thank you to Brian Chilling with Long and Foster Real Estate over on Main Street in Annapolis. If you're tempted to sell your house like we were the other day, or looking to buy one, go ahead and contact Brian, um, AnnapolisHomeExperts.com, and he'll be sure to help you out. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.